Well, good morning. We're sure glad you're here this beautiful resurrection morning. We praise God that you're here. I pray that I'm sure echoing. Get me out of the well. We're glad to have our Hispanic church with us this morning. Praise God for y'all being here. We thank you. I know that this is a little different schedule, but that's okay. I know that you're very flexible, so uh, we will proceed with our worship service at this time and then uh, take a little break and come back at 11 o'clock for the cantata. We encourage you to be here for both. I, I guarantee you will definitely be blessed with the cantata. So we praise God for each one. If you're a guest this morning, right in front of you in the pew, there's a little slip of paper. We'd like for you to fill that out just so that we know that you're here. We're not going to bug you unless you put on it you want a visitation, but we would like for you to do that so we'll have a record of it, of you being here. For all of our members, I praise God that you're here today to worship with us the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to notice the sign behind me. It says, He lives. Folks, I'm telling you, I pray that by the time God gets through this morning with the message, that you will be saying in your heart, beyond a shadow of a doubt, He lives, He lives, He lives in my heart. And that's what it's all about. Jesus living in your heart. Will you pray with me this morning? Lord God, I thank you and I praise your name. That you bless in such a mighty way. I thank you, Lord God, for every person that's here this morning. Speak into their hearts. Draw us ever closer to you, Lord God. Minister to every need. And Father, if there's one, if there's even one here today that does not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I would pray today that through the power of God the Holy Spirit, they would be drawn unto you and they would make that decision today. For those that know Jesus and and may just need to get on their face before you and say, Oh, Lord God, forgive me for where I failed and draw closer unto him. I pray also that we will do that and just say thank you. Thank you, Father, that our Savior, your Son, is alive. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Harold. Good morning. We are going to sing a chorus and then a song. I'm going to have you stand on both. It'll be all right. If you feel like sitting down, that's fine. But first, he is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead, and He is Lord. 
is Lord, He is Lord, He is risen from the dead, He is Lord, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Lord, He lives. Every heart this morning, it's here. Let's sing out on this one. I serve a risen Savior, He's in the world today. I know that He is living, whatever men may say. I see His hand of mercy, I hear His voice of cheer, and as the time I need Him. with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. I know, I know he lives, he lives within my heart. In all the world around me, Rejoice, rejoice, O oh Christian, lift up your voice and sing. Eternal hallelujah to Jesus Christ the King. The hope of all who seek you, the help of all who find. None other is so loving, so good and kind. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Amen. Maybe see.
On a hill called Calvary Stands an endless mercy tree Every broken, weary soul Find your rest and be made whole Stripes of blood, the stain it's framed Shed to wash away the shame From the scars, pure love release Salvation by the mercy tree in the sky between two thieves on the blameless prince of peace bruised and battered scarred and scorned sacred head pierced by our thorns it is finished was his cry the perfect lamb was crucified his sacrifice our victory our savior chose the mercy tree hope went dark that violent day the whole earth quaked at love's display Three days silent in the ground, this body born for heaven's crown. On that bright and glorious day, when heaven opened up the grave, He's alive and risen indeed. Oh, praise Him for the mercy tree. has died, love has won, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus Christ has overcome, he has risen from the dead, one day soon we'll see his face. In every tear he'll wipe away No more pain or suffering Oh, praise him for the mercy tree Love has won Hallelujah, hallelujah Jesus Christ has overcome he has risen from the dead. What has died, love has won. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus Christ has overcome. He has risen from the dead. On a hill called Calvary Stands an endless mercy tree
He's alive. Something came out of my pocket here. (laughs) Following me around. Sorry, Matt. I want us to go back to a time when it all started. That time is found in Genesis. That time is found in Genesis 1-1. And it says very simply, I said Genesis 1-1, that's not where I want to go. You don't have to pardon me, I, uh, I've had a difficult morning in my mind and in my heart. For some reason, the devil has chastened me all over everywhere. Let's go to Genesis <clears throat> 2 and 26. Genesis 2 and 26. Now you just take a moment to say thank you, Lord God, that this is going to do everything that you want it to do. In Genesis 2 and 26, it says, And God said, Let us, notice, let us make man in our image. He lives. From the very beginning, Christ Jesus has lived throughout all the ages as being part of the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He has lived forever. We can't, uh, we don't have to say, well, he, uh, we think he's alive. The Word of God says specifically that he is alive. And that he is living today. He has lived from the very beginning, Jesus says. And in John 1, 1, it says, John 1, 1 through 14, it says, And in the beginning, the Word was with God, and the Word was written of God. Folks, Jesus Christ was the Word of God, and he has been with God from the very beginning. What I'm wanting to do is I want to set a stage for us to realize that Jesus has always lived. He's always been alive. One of the things that separates Christianity from other religions is the fact that Jesus is alive. You take Mohammed, you take Confucius, you take all the other religious leaders, I don't care who they are, they all lived at one time. Some point in time they lived. But they all died. And they stayed dead. 
The difference in Christianity is the fact that our Lord and Savior, our leader, was alive and he still is today. He's alive. So let's look as to what the Word of God carries us through from the time that Jesus stepped aside from God and started His ministry. First of all, you know, we can look through the Word and say, well, does the Word of God tell us in a lot of places that Jesus is alive? Completely, everywhere. It doesn't matter. Look, hey, will you just stop and think with me. Whenever Jacob wrestled with God, he wrestled with Jesus, the angel of God. Whenever Moses was walking and he saw the burning bush, he heard the Word of God, Jesus speaking to him through the burning bush. In Daniel, we have, we have the three children, Chedrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. You remember what the king said when he looked in the next morning? He said in Daniel 33:35, and there is four in there, and one looks like the Son of God. How did he know what the Son of God looked like? Jesus was alive and was recognizable even unto the king. Jesus is alive. If there's anything that every person on the face of this earth, particularly every person in this room, should be saying, Hallelujah, praise God, thank you, God, that Jesus is alive. You notice this morning, in the backdrop behind me, that the sun has risen. It's no longer in the tomb. He's no longer in the grave, but the sun has risen because of Jesus Christ needing to come in the form of a man in order to take our sins upon. God saw fit through the power of God the Holy Spirit for Jesus to come give up his earthly place, take on the flesh of a man, and was born in a little place called Bethlehem. Born of a virgin. But the unique thing about that, he was alive in heaven now then, he's getting ready to be alive on earth as we are. And it says, and she brought forth her firstborn son and named him what? Jesus. Jesus, according to what God had told her to do. In John 19 and 30 it says, and he said, it is time for me to finish my job. Listen, listen closely. And it is written that Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, was of the sign that was on top of his cross. And as he hung on the cross, he had been pierced, he had been driven, he had been spit on, he had been, he had been cursed upon. Everything you can imagine that had happened to him. And Jesus, hanging on the cross, 
taking on all of our sin, taking on every sin that you can imagine, even to the point where God the Father had to turn His back on Him. And Jesus said, It's finished. I have accomplished that which I needed to accomplish. He bowed His head, and He gave up His spirit. Uh Uh-oh. Jesus is dead. Uh Uh-oh. All at once, he's like all the other religious leaders. Jesus is dead. We saw him die on the cross. We saw him bow his head. We saw his blood gush out of his body. We saw the spear push his side. We saw him say, God, it's finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. He's dead. Just like all the others. No different. It's over. It's done. The devil's won. What do we do? What takes place? How in the world can our religion be any different than any other? As a well-known speaker used to say, now, for the rest of the story. Luke 24. Luke 24. And now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, They and a certain woman with them came into the tomb, bringing spices with them. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. It had happened as they were greatly perplexed about this. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garment. Then, as they were afraid, bowed their face to the earth. And they said to them, Why do you seek the living amongst the dead? Why do you look for Jesus that's alive amongst the dead? He is alive He is living. He's not here. Yes, He died on the cross. Yes, He was put in a tomb. Yes, He was sealed in a tomb. Yes, He was dead. But folks, listen, on the first day of the week, three days later, God saw fit to bring forth His Son, our Savior, 
our Lord, the one that's the head, the leader, the director, the one that is the solid rock of our entire religion, God says, come on out of there, son. Come on out of there, son. You've accomplished what needed to be accomplished. You have taken the sins upon you. I have had to turn my back onto you even. I express, express unto you my love. Come on out. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know why the stone was rolled away? It wasn't so Jesus could get out. It was so we could look in. It's so that we could know that we knew that that tomb was empty. Jesus came forth. Jesus was alive. Jesus was walking. Jesus was out alive and well, and the sun had risen. That one that had died on the cross. (laughs) He's alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive then. Jesus is alive right now. The disciples saw him. The women saw him. Over 500 saw him. Some walked with him. Some even sat down and ate with him. He's as alive as I am. He was walking. He was talking. He was eating. He was expressing the love of God to all those around. All that tomb, it was still sitting back there. That tomb was still empty. There were still people making all types, even as they are today, excuses as to why the tomb was empty. It says right there, why the tomb's empty. He lives. And if you're alive, you don't stay in a tomb. He lives. He's walking. He's sharing. And the people, His disciples, those that saw Him, those that He ministered to, were so excited. Verse 6, chapter 24. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he had spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. The angel said, listen, he is risen. He's not here. So all at once, he's different from all those other Religious leaders. Yes, he lived. Yes, he died. But praise God, hallelujah, he rose and he's alive. And we can look today. We can know today that God has allowed his son to be resurrected. Not only did he allow his son to be resurrected, he allowed my Savior to be resurrected. He allowed my comforter to be resurrected. He allowed that one that loved me enough to die on that cross for me to be resurrected. 
this morning, if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, He died for you. He gave up His heart. He gave up His life. He gave up His being in heaven. He came to earth and He hung on a cruel cross and died for you. (laughs) But what's more exciting is He arose for you. That's what gave us the victory. That's where the victory is, folks. The victory is in the fact that Jesus is alive. Do you believe it this morning? Do you truly believe that Jesus is alive? Do you believe it or do do you just read this as a history book? Do Do you read it as it being alive? True, the fact that Jesus is different from all the other quote unquote type religious leaders. Because He's alive. He walks today. He leads today. He's alive today. And the Word of God tells us in Acts 7 that today He's sitting at the right hand. The right hand of the Father. He's making intercession for every believer. He's sitting right there saying, listen, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one, and calls you by name and says, I know they are our children, Father. They believe in me. He's alive. It's real easy for us to slide into a kind of a a relaxed mode. Slide into a mode of saying, okay, God, you're in charge of this deal, and well, we'll we'll come to church. We'll read our Bible. We'll we'll do our daily Bible study. Well, I don't know about that, but I'll read the Bible every day or so. We can get so excited about fleshly things. We can get so excited about what's going on with our favorite football, baseball, basketball. We can get so excited about different things in our lives that's happening on the earth in flesh. But we have trouble getting excited about Jesus. And He paid the price. He made it possible because He died. He took our sins and He risen. He's alive. He's alive today. He's alive forever. He's alive in heaven. You say, well, nobody's ever seen Him after He went to heaven. Wrong. Yes, That's not so. Whenever Stephen was martyred, he was martyred. And as they were casting the stones at him, the Word of God tells us, and he looked into heaven. And as he looked into heaven, he saw Jesus standing 
at God's right hand. He saw him standing there, waiting for him. In Acts 7 and 56 it says, And Stephen looked into heaven and sees Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. He's alive. He's alive. Contrary to what the devil thought back at the cross, he lost. He's still losing. And folks, let me tell you something we ought to be shouting about every day is that he's going to lose when it's all said and done. Oh, he still affects your lives. He's still, he's still running around. He's still the prince and the power of this world. But folks, he's going to lose. Why? Because he's alive. Because Jesus is alive. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to ask you. Can you this morning with me say out loud, He's alive. He lives. I believe it with all there is in my heart. Jesus is alive today. He's alive. And we need to come to the point in our lives to where when we talk about Jesus, when we share about Jesus, when we witness about Jesus, when we live a life of imitation for Jesus, we need to remember He's alive. Yes, many, many of other religious leaders are in their tombs. They're buried. And the people that believe in them are believing in a false religion. A dead religion. A worldly religion. A fleshly religion made by man. But you and I We believe in a living Savior. Jesus is alive. He's not here. He is risen. Remember how He had said to you when He was in Galilee, saying these things, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful, and be crucified. And on the third day, rise again. He's alive. And the word says, and they remembered his words. And then they returned from the tomb and said all these things unto the eleven and all the rest. Are we telling everyone that he's alive? Easter is a time that we come before God and say thank you for Jesus. Thank you 
that he died on the cross. But thank you that he rose the third day. And thank you that he lives today. I say unto you, if you're a born-again believer, if you have bowed your head, your knee, and your heart unto the Lord and said unto Him at some point in time, Lord God, I acknowledge I'm a sinner and I ask you into my heart, we should be jumping up and down and screaming and clapping and hollering and saying, thank you that He's alive today. If you've never asked Him into your heart, if you've never said, Lord God, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner, today would be a great day. You see, if you were obedient, as Joseph and Mary was, through a fantastic, unbelievable miracle of God and the birth of Jesus, when he was born, if you were obedient as they were and call his name Jesus, will you call his name Jesus today in your life and say, God, I want Jesus to live in me. I know he's alive. I know he's not in that tomb. I know he's alive and I want him to live right here. If you'd do that, Jesus would come to reside right here. And you could say with all the others, I know He's alive because He lives in my heart. I know He's alive because He walks with me every day. I know He's alive because He comforts me. I know He's alive because He forgives me of my sins every day. But you have, you have to come to the point of stepping out in faith. Stepping out in your heart. Stepping out and admitting that the Word of God is true. Stepping out and saying, I know I'm a sinner. You know, a moment ago, as I asked you to say that with me, I was watching and virtually every person in here at least mouthed it if they didn't say it out loud. Because I couldn't hear you all. But I would say to you this morning, what would you think if you were standing at the mount and Jesus started ascending into heaven. And as he ascended, he says, I will come back for you. If you're a born-again believer, he will come back for you. Why? First of all, because you believe in Him. Second of all, because He's alive. He is alive. Jesus lives today.
Will you acknowledge it? Will you acknowledge it? You see, I can tell you, I can preach all day long. But I cannot in any way accept Jesus Christ for you. I can't do it. I ask you. I would beg you this resurrection morning if you don't know Jesus. I don't care if you're one of our students, one of our Hispanic church, one of your seniors. I don't care. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart this morning, I invite you to do so. And acknowledge that He's alive. He's alive. Lord God, I thank You and I praise Your name. That You bless. That You lead. That You direct. And Father, I would pray if there's one, two, ten, whatever, that does not know Jesus, that this morning they would come to know Him as Lord and Savior. Father, oh Father, we thank you that Jesus is alive. And we praise you that he lives in our hearts today. But Father, if there's any here that he doesn't live in their heart, I would pray that they would make that decision and they would ask him into their heart as Lord and Savior. Let us celebrate, Lord God, the fact that your Son, our Savior, our Lord, our King, is alive. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you stand with me, Brother Harold? You come on. Prayer altar's right here. You come and join those that are already here. If you need to pray, you come and talk to God. If you need to be saved, come on, don't wait, don't tarry. Come on, right now, I'll pray with you. Come to Jesus. Come on, right now. Don't wait, don't tarry. Is a shelter in which we can hide. And it's As wide as the this is your opportunity. Come to Jesus. He's alive for you. He's alive that you might be saved. Come on. There's room at the cross for you. Oh, man.
Praise God for each and one of you that are here this morning. I would pray God has spoken unto your heart. I would pray that you would acknowledge with us that Jesus lives. That he's not a dead leader, but he lives today. We're going to dismiss now in prayer, and you can go across, grab you a cup of coffee, have a donut. Be back here about 11 o'clock. The choir will bring a beautiful, beautiful cantata. I encourage you, don't go home. Come back, enjoy a little fellowship, and then come back and enjoy the cantata by the choir. And we just ask you to join with us in that. Pastor Carlos? Would you pray for us, brother? Pray us out of here this morning and thank the Lord, and you can do it in Spanish. Yeah.